0: All right, let's do this. Another five-minute post-game show courtesy of post-game pints. Campbell Gallo, five minutes. You ready to go, Mitch? Yeah, man, let's go. All right, it's after game number five, Canadians win in over fun. Nick Suzuki on a 2 on o with Cole Coffin. What happened, Gallo? What happened on that play?
1: Well, first of all, I, I can't recall seeing a 2 on o in the first five minutes of a playoff game that was in overtime. That was definitely a unique situation. What happened? Well, you had Alex Galchenyuk make a big mistake with the puck, trying to force it through an area. A great read uh, by the Montreal Canadiens to pick off that uh, puck. And then a nice uh, give-and-go between two very skilled players. And uh, Nick Suzuki scores the overtime winner. And I'll tell you what, Sean, if you're a Canadiens fan, watching Caulfield to Suzuki and in for a game-winning goal in overtime in the playoffs, that's got to give you at least a, a peek into the future and a sense of optimism for bright days to come for those two guys. Yeah,
0: I joked around on the Twitter machine that, uh, you know, you and I play hockey and I have my own, like, weird, stupid rules that I do. One is never pass on a 2 on 0 Only things can go wrong. That's I've just seen stu- too many 2 on 0s go wrong whereas it's just all in your – and that's what I thought was going to happen. Cole Caulfield was just going to come in, shoot, and score, and likely was going to do that because I just have faith in him in that kind of situation. It was a pure breakaway, but uh, pretty unbelievable. A second big moment for the Canadians in this series, they now trail three to two. So they get the game one shorthanded beauty from Paul Byron, and now they have this overtime two-on-oh in the first minute, stuff that you only see three-on-three. Okay, but let's go back in the game a little bit in game five. This is a post-game show. What? Well, let's two quick questions. What went well for the Canadians in that first start to get a three nothing lead, and then what didn't go well for them to blow it? So let's go first. What went well, Mitch?
1: Well, what went well? They uh, were relentless on the forecheck. They were able to score uh, three times in regulation. Uh, the goals came from difficult spots in the ice on the ice to get to all three goals. So uh, they played uh, the way they played in game one. They were physical and, and hard on the forecheck, and they didn't give uh, the Leafs the space and time. The other thing I think went well is uh, the Dano-Gallagher-Tatar uh, trio uh, disrupted the Matthews line. Yeah, And I know Matthews and Marner haven't really produced in the series, but they haven't really been worried about that matchup, where now it seems like Sheldon Keefe want to get away from it. So that's what went well. Uh, what went poorly for the Canadians? They they let the lease back in the game. Uh, they made some mistakes. They allowed too many odd man rushes. And uh, they just got away from their game plan for the first, from the first two periods.
0: Yeah, if, I'll start with the what went well. It was going to the net, uh, getting physical in the forecheck. The Corey Perry hit was great. I love the second goal, just digging it out. Campbell was uh, sloppy. Uh, he didn't look great all night long. And the Canadians took advantage of that. And and the Cock and Yemi take advantage of Sandine. He bumps him, steals the puck, goes to the net, and and it's just puck closer to net. Get the puck closer to the net. That's things that the Canadians just weren't doing. They get that three nothing lead, and then it's you call it the dreaded three goal lead or the dreaded two goal lead, which it wasn't a three goal lead because there was so much time left in the hockey game, and the Leafs scored right away. But that two, you know, two goal lead into the third period, you knew the Leafs were going to press. The Leafs have that kind of offense. And it's weird, they get the power play and they don't score on the power play. I thought the Canadians were really good on that penalty kill. Super aggressive, like Leaf aggressive on that penalty kill. And then it was after the fact when they were trying to get that change in, they just get that C&I shot from Muzzin. And I know a lot of people didn't like that goal that Muzzin scored the second one. Oh, it went through Carey Price's legs. That's a nifty little tip, nifty little play. But the Canadians' defense backed up too much.
1: Yeah, they did. But I, I wouldn't put that one on Carey Price. I I I really dislike the notion, Sean, that any goal that goes five-hole is a weak goal. I I completely disagree. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Price. We thought the puck was going to go to one area, so he was moving laterally and just couldn't squeeze the legs closed uh, in time. So I'm not going to put that one on Price. I'm with you. The Canadians' defense backed up a little bit too much on that play.
0: All right, we got about 45 seconds left here on yep, the five-minute yep, yep, post-game yep, show. Yep, yep. yep. Post-game pints. Campbell Gallo. Game six. What can we expect in Game six? The one thing I'll just say quickly, Mitch, is I think the victory in overtime cleanses the Canadians of all the poor performances they put up in games two, three and four. So it's a clean slate. One game now to force a game seven. Don't think about game seven. got to just build off of this. Uh, Yeah, I agree with you.
1: And I think uh, the Canadians, what to expect, they come out flying in the first period and are probably the better team in the first period. Again, the question mark I have is can they sustain it for 60 minutes? Can they match the Leafs in the second period with the long change? And if they have a lead at any point, can they hang on since they weren't able to do that tonight?
0: And that is it for this post-game show. Five minutes. We're done. It's time for a LeBras beer. Maybe a little angry Gallo. Hey, now. Hey, Habs win in over fun. We'll have another one after game six. That's it for us.